Fox 35 News at the racetrack. How about this gentleman right here? Right here. My friend, how are you this morning? I'm doing good. What are you going to sign on that finish line? What do you think I'm going to sign? I'm going to sign five. Live on Fox 35 Orlando before Sunday State's on 500. Ever go to the stands at an NASCAR event? Live, anyway. Whether it's radio, TV, you just don't do it. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you're already talking about with your family and friends, conversations about pop culture, headlines, trends, pop culture, trends, and headline news, and things. This just gets crazier and crazier each each week. Plus, endearing and very personal stories about parenting, marriage, personal growth failures, and personal growth wins, too. What are you eating? I don't know. I found these in the kitchen. Put them in my pocket. That's a marshmallow inside of a marshmallow. You want one for my pocket? No, I do uh-huh. not. Okay, I did. Come, come over here. I did until you told me it had been in your pocket. I am Donna. I'm Caddy's wife. Do you know how like your day is going along just fine? I mean, and it could be like, you could have only been up for 30 minutes. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the devil's got to shoot something down into your life. Just shoot it on down. Well, let me tell you something. I got hit on Saturday. I get up and I go into the kitchen and I open the refrigerator because I'm going to get me out a little yogurt and go sit on the couch. Maybe we'll catch up on the old housewives. And my hand knocks over a chocolate thundered under blizzard that Olivia had brought, which was very nice for Charlotte the night before, which didn't have a top on it. And chocolate goes everywhere because this blizzard had kind of melted, which I'll tell you why in a minute. And there's chocolate everywhere. It creeps down into like the the things that hold your cheese We're in the refrigerator. And sandwich meat. Right? Yes, in my refrigerator. Did I not say the refrigerator? Well, kind of hard to follow here. You have to put the lid on the blizzard. You can't just put things in the refrigerator. All willy-nilly. Because I'm very clumsy. Right. Can I ask a question? Is this why the refrigerator is not working right now? That had nothing to do uh, with it. Okay. No, 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 no. Are you saying that because we we're trying to get the warranty under warranty? No, no. It actually had nothing to do with it. But what it made me realize is, number one, that's weird. Why is the blizzard, like, not frozen? I mean, I wasn't in the freezer, but, I mean, it was, like, warm. And then I'm, like, feeling around, and there had been this water leaking, which I guess you had not seen, onto the floor okay. for wait probably a, minute, a week. No, I'm serious. Okay. So it was coming, but so here's on me. But listen, it was really weird. It was coming out of like where you get water out of the refrigerator, okay, which I haven't ever touched that button. And we've lived here twenty years. I'm okay. cutting, I'm you don't get I'm water. Don't water. Okay, all right. And so there's all this water. So then I'm thinking the water line is leaking, and then because I'm so smart, and sisters got to do things for themselves nowadays, and you just have to be like, we can do hard things, ladies. Okay, what has happened is the ice is melting. Okay, from the inside of the refrigerator. Whose fault is that? Mine. How's no, that my fault? It's not your fault because the refrigerator is not working. And seen. So then I have to take everything from the indoor refrigerator to the outdoor refrigerator, which while I'm doing that, and let me tell you about my outdoor refrigerator. Usually about every five years, you have to get a new refrigerator because these refrigerators are made like Tonka toys now. And so even if your refrigerator keeps working, your ice maker is going to stop at some point. And you're just like, dang it. If I want to get an ice maker, I got to get a whole new refrigerator. So I got this refrigerator that goes out in the garage that's like old school from like the one you had when you were growing up where there's just the freezer door and the refrigerator door. 
But growing up, that was your that was your nice refrigerator. Yeah, and it kept things that was in your garage. Yes, it kept things ice cold. Okay, so that's what got me thinking is I'm transporting from the indoor refrigerator to the mm-hmm. outdoor refrigerator. That's how you knew somebody had money when you were little. Because I went outside. People did not Or I even mean, just a deep freezer. Oh yeah, that deep freezer. Yeah. It was so Direct cold. Yeah. But I mean, people just did not have two refrigerators back then. I mean, they just didn't. Remember when your refrigerator would go out, what your daddy would have to do? He'd have to get his hunting cooler and put ice in it. My daddy didn't have a hunting cooler. Yeah, and then put ice in it, like a big Coleman. And your mom would like, everybody had to be involved, transporting all the spaghetti and the meat and everything out into the hunting cooler. How often often did your dad, Charlie, hunt? Well, I mean, just like a beach cooler, like a big Coleman cooler. So now we're just taking it out to the outdoor one. But so the the story, the moral to the story is I called my little fella who I love. The Russian man. Okay. It doesn't matter what country he's from. Well, I mean, he tunes pianos. He um, That's a different one. This person will fix, he fixed our heating element on our dryer. He's very serious. He comes in and he is very serious. He has no time to play. And so he pulled the refrigerator out, gets his little flashlight out, put on is his- Is this little- the same guy that does the drying, the heating element? When it goes out, yes. The okay, that's he put he put on his he- his like helmet that has right. a headlight. Well, Peggy, yeah, Peggy had one of those too. If you yes, recall, in the custody trial. So he diagnoses that the compressor is gone, which means money. Well, normally, however, this particular refrigerator, LG, who is not a sponsor of this show and never will be after this conversation, um, has a lawsuit, and so no matter when your warranty ran out, you, they they're going to fix your compressor for you. Well, fantastic. Yeah. So. He's coming out next Tuesday, whoever this he is. From 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. Something like that. the window. Yes, to fix the compressor. But the point to this is I was just having a fantastic day, wanting to make me a little acai bowl, acai bowl, and then this happens out of nowhere. It's like, not today, Satan. Not today. And you come rolling up, like, out of the bedroom. Here we go. Just like, you know. Padding into the into oh, the pantry, right. yeah, yeah. padding into the pantry, and I'm like, don't even stop to say, what are you doing? Transporting food back and forth. <sighs> yeah. I knew what was going on. I went to a Jason Aldean concert in Athens Saturday night. Well, Cadillac Jack, how did we not hear there was a Jason Aldean concert at Sanford Stadium? No, it wasn't there, is it? The warehouse. How many times did you throw up and fall down in the warehouse on the campus of UGA when you were there, Donna? You know, I was trying to think about this. I It must have been called something else back then. Because, I, I mean, we had O'Malley's. We had Papa Joe's. We had... It's, uh, it's Okay, it's next to Magnolia's. Oh, no, I do love Magnolia's. Yes, 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 yes. I know what that was. That used to be called something else. I don't know what it was. So Jason Aldean was in town to do a fundraising concert for a... Well, currently he's a Georgia senator, but he's also now running for lieutenant governor. I was invited to attend by Ben Burnett. You hear that name a lot. Ben is host of the Ben Burnett Show podcast on the App and Podcast Network. He's been a friend of ours for a long time. Former city councilman for the city of Alpharetta, Georgia. Awesome Alpharetta. He's got some hookups. Stay a while and play a while. And just uh, act a great dad, great husband. Hopefully a great pickleball player. We'll find out next episode. So Ben reaches out to me and says, I got a, a, a ticket for you. He made a contribution to the campaign. Okay, now I was thinking about this. Do you have to pay him back his twelve hundred dollars? No, I'm not. I don't know if that's expected or not. Oh dear. Okay. No, I bought him a. I bought him dinner. I also bought him um, some waters. 
Okay, well, that's not going, that doesn't add up $1,200. It doesn't, and it won't. I drove. Jason was there because Jason's dad, Barry Williams, is very good friends with Burt Jones. The politician running for lieutenant governor, his name is, oh, he's now a state senator. Here in Georgia, his name is Senator Burt Jones. And he is from Jackson, Georgia, which is where the Jackson, the, the state penitentiary, the state prison is. Where he used to get all the calls during crime living or leaving. When I did 7 to midnight on Kicks, the former Kicks 115. Collect calls from Jackson. They were always the best calls, Don. Request and dedication from the state prison. Mm. I, they were, I, I'd accept the charges. I'm sure. Do you remember Lynn? Who was the, the, the accountant lady? Accounts payable or Lynn Wilhelm. Manager, Lynn Wilhelm. Uh, years ago at the former Kicks. And Lynn was there when we were both, you and I were both working there, right? At the same time. Yes. And she, one time she, you know, back then you didn't have email. And in, in, in my box, remember we had boxes at uh, the radio station, each of us. And Sue Flinch, and we'll put your mail in there. Or in her office, memorandums and memorandums and communicating things. And Lynn Wilhelm had a copy of the phone bill in my box, wanting to know where all these collect calls, why all these collect calls are being accepted. And they were going to come out of my paycheck. Seriously? I swear to you. I called a 9100 number. Remember those? Yes. I called a well, nine, no, a, but yes. A one nine, nine, what was it? Nine, 900 number for a bit when I was probably 21 years old doing nights at kick seven at midnight. Nights, evenings was always a playground. You know, you're supposed to do crazy stuff and get fired and be stupid and silly. And I don't know why I needed like the, 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 what it sounds like the first time you call a 900 number, you know, like welcome to press one to what? <laughs> I, I always hit seven. What was seven? Seven's jackpot. Seven, triple sevens. Always hit seven when you're calling a 900 number. Okay, so, there's some advice for you, kids. I needed, I, but they're not, you can't call one anymore. I mean, they don't exist with porn on your phone and things. Okay, please stop. What? It's true. God. Come on. I needed what it sounded like to make the bit a home run. It would have worked without it, but I wanted that. So I called. Well, here's what happened, Donna. When you call those numbers, you don't remember this. No, because I didn't call them. When you called those numbers, you, you, you maybe talked. It didn't take long, especially if you hit seven, 42 seconds. They would bill you though for like 14 minutes. You didn't no, call, I just, you did no, call the numbers. No, you know no, no. I called that what one. What number did you hit? The one that would give you your horoscope. <laughs> With uh, says Miss Cleo. Cleo. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so Lynn wanted to know why I was calling 900 numbers too. Well, I would too. What In are you the up middle to? of the night on the Kicks 1015 hotline. Filthy. Where were we going what was with that any of about? this? Seriously, we're, we're talking about Jason Aldean and what Kirby Smart drinks. So Jason Aldean does a show at the warehouse. Uh, here is the uh, here is the intro from Senator Burt Jones. George's very own, Mr. Jason Aldean. And the crowd of 225 people goes wild. What in the country? Burt said, Senator, Senator Burt. Jones set him up by saying he's the number one country artist in the world. You know, just Jason, that's Jason saying, I don't know about that. We need to check the math or something. Uh, so Jason comes out again, a crowd of about 225. These are big dollar donors, Donna. We're going to talk for a second about how these kind of, uh, how, how an artist aligns himself politically with someone. You know, Jason's become very, very vocal about politics. Very. So you're going to hear him right now from the stage say, listen, uh, the world's in, in bad shape. We need people like Senator Burt Jones in great, Strong, powerful positions like Lieutenant Governor of Georgia. Interesting sidebar here about this as well. I, I could have parts of this conversation on the radio, on the Beer 92.5, but I could not mention the name of the politician. I can in the podcast because it's different. It's not uh, podcasts aren't uh, looked after by the 
you know, a government agency like the F- F- FCC. Yeah, and radio. There's an equal time law. All right. If I were to talk on the radio and give any publicity or attention whatsoever to Senator Burt Jones, whoever is his um, opponent opponent could call the radio station and demand equal time, meaning that candidate could come in and mm-hmm. talk for as long as I talked about Senator Burt Jones. Well, how you guys doing? It's been a long time since I played a college bar. No better place to do it than here this year, I have to tell you. Oh, man, well, I'm glad to be here. Obviously, I was born and raised in Macon, Georgia, my hometown. Grew up a huge Georgia Bulldogs fan. Let's go! Been a pretty sweet year this year with the... With the Braves and now the dogs, it's, uh, I don't know if it gets any better than that this year. So. But uh, glad to be here for Bert, and uh, he's, he's a family friend, so I was glad to, to come and, and be a part of this. And uh, I think as we all know, we uh, country's in a little bit of trouble, so I think it's good to have guys on our side here to, to try and dig us out of this mess a little bit. And I also felt like this was probably a get-out-of-jail-free card for me, so... I could have used that a lot back in the day. Actually. I could have used that a lot back in the day. Get out of jail free card for doing a private parties, private events that you book. They can be high maintenance, more so than just a concert promoter in Columbia, South Carolina. So a lot of artists just don't want to do them. In the case of Jason Aldean and Senator Burt Jones, I believe, Donna, Jason gifted his time to the campaign. Now, I, think, I think so, too. Now, there are still expenses. There is still... Uh, they had to rent the warehouse, you know, the venue in Athens. They had to pay for production, lights, sound. You know, Jason Aldean's not going to come to do a concert. And there's going to be somebody from the AV department, a freshman from the University of Georgia, plugging in a, you know, a speaker and can't find a, a wire or something. Jason Aldean's going to demand a certain level of production costs be designated for the sound so that it sounds good. And so did he have full band? Full band. I was surprised. Very surprised. He played 12 songs. Full wow. band was there. They weren't plugged. They weren't electric. But every band member was there that he plays with. This is only the second show he's done since October of 2021. I love Jason Aldean. I bet it was so good. The conversation on the way home was this. One of many. Do you think he flew in? Uh, or, or did he I bust don't. in? I think he probably bust in. I think he bust in. Here's why. I think that he had not seen the guys in the band. If this is only the second show they've done since October, you know, it's not normal. I don't, I don't think it is anyway. Well, I know it's not. When you're on the road with people, Donna, all year long, then when you're at home, you don't want to see those people. You know, so it's been maybe, we'll say, I don't know the last show he did, but we'll say a month, month and a half. He hadn't seen his boys, hadn't seen the band. He also wanted to get out of the house. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, for 24 hours, yes. Yeah, but yeah. but they, him and his wife, they they love their bus. They're, they travel everywhere on it. So um, you take production out costs, you take a facility rental fee. Jason has to pay the band. The band's not doing this for free. There's no connection to the band members. And Senator Burt Jones, all right? So you have to pay the band members. Let's say together, Donna, that's $25,000. Okay. All of that together. Ben Burnett, he thinks that they probably pulled in that night $550,000 to $600,000. Just in, in donor money. Just in donor money for the Burt Jones for Lieutenant Governor campaign. It's a no-brainer to deduct $25,000 for production costs and to pay the band. To make then five and a quarter. Come on. I'm standing next to the production board, next to production at the back of the house, and there's a set list there. There's a there's a lot of movement suddenly. 
suddenly a, a really large sheriff's presence in the Coney County Sheriff's Department. Bunch of big people. Step out of the way. Step out of the way, please. Step out of the way, ma'am. Step out of the way, sir. The sea of people parts. And Coach Kirby Smart from the University of Georgia comes in right beside us and gets in line to buy himself a beer. Well, he's, he thinks he's like, he doesn't think he's special. Do you have on cowboy boots? I didn't look at his, his, his feet, Donna. Did he have on cowboy hat? He did not have on cowboy Baseball cow- hat? I don't, I don't know that Kirby Smart's ever worn a cowboy hat. And his little, like, side part? Oh, my gosh. So cute. All the way home, Ben had about ten beers in, mm-hmm. and he, he was he was trying to harmonize with Jason Aldean. I love we that Jason Aldean Spotify channel. He was uh, playing the guitar. They presented him with a um, campaign. Presented Jason Aldean with this Georgia Bulldog, huge painting. Don, it was like the size of a uh, like a whole wall in your den almost oh wow and the, whoever they commissioned to do this painting in georgia colors and all that kind of stuff had signed it for jason and so they were taking oh, that's that cool it was super cool but kirby smart was there he drinks michelob light by the way wouldn't you agree donna one of the biggest stories coming out towards the end of the olympic games was about the russian figure skater 100 percent. well i mean you and, know and we had gabby from the summer olympics and now we have this going on um, with the Winter Olympics. And basically, it was um, a Russian skater who was accused of doping with three different drugs. Two of them were like a heart medication. This is what I find very strange. She said that um, it was just a contact reading from her grandfather. It's like, what? But it's a pill. I just, I, but here's the, here's the really nutty thing is they, if you remember, and I don't, I'm not going to get this story right, but there was the runner in the Olympics that had smoked, I guess, some pot before and was in the last Olympics and was not allowed to compete. Here's what's crazy about this one. They let her compete. They let her compete. And then if she had won, if she had won gold. First, second, was it just gold or was it first, second, third? I guess first, second, or third. They were not going to hold, they were not going to hold a medal ceremony for any of the people that competed. So she performed and she did horrible. Fell twice during the free skate portion. Finished fourth. So she missed the podium. And she was all tears. Anna Sharpakova, the gold medalist, spoke with Andrea Joyce. Congratulations. What does this mean to you? I just uh, know that I skated clean. I'm so happy, but I still didn't realize the result. And after every competition, I um, know better how to skate clean, how to be focused. So it helped me. Appreciate her doing that in English. We should clarify her use of, quote, skating clean. That's not related to drug testing, but that's the usual skating lingo for a mistake-free program. How about that? So in Russia, to skate clean is not referring to doping or anything like that. It means you had a a, a great program or a great performance. Yeah, because isn't that the first thing that you thought when you heard it? Of course. What what are you going to get out of taking a, a heart medication? They said that it helps you recover quickly, quicker. But doping doctors, they they're tricky. This is high level now. Like they've advanced past the uh, Lance Armstrong days and that whole situation. They know, like you know, because the thing about even if you take certain drugs, um, and I'm talking about like prescribed drugs for yourself, some drugs are have different um, help with things that they're not even intended right. to. Okay. You know, here's one: Wellbutrin. Yes. Well, butrin can be a depression medication and yeah. also a, a smoking cessation medication. Correct. And I've asked my doctor before, how did your body know? Well, if you're not smoking, 
the Wellbutrin is not going to help you with the smoking part. It knows it knows not you don't need help there. Yeah, like, but if, if it knows you're in the dumps all the time and your blues are gray and you're you cry hours at a time, hadn't eaten in days, keep listening to Adele over and over and over again. Your body knows, your mind knows that, that you you really need some Wellbutrin for the mm. depression part. Yeah. Well, that's like ADHD medicine. There's one Vivance and it helps with binge eating and also helps with um, ADHD. So, I mean, I think that they're, that, that my point is, is I think that they kind of comb through these different drugs to find out something that may make them, the whole goal is to make them not only um, compete better, but part of what it is now is recovery. It's just unfortunate for, especially in those types of sports where that is not a team sport. So the entire team shouldn't be, you know, penalized. She needs to move on her way and go play with her nesting dolls, her little Russian nesting dolls, and then, like, let the other people compete. And it may not be her fault. And I hate it if she's part of some machine, that's what people have said, where she didn't even know maybe that this was going on. She's 15. What do you think? Could that happen? Probably. I mean, like, if the Russian government told you, you're going to take this vitamin or you're not going to get to compete, you know, what would you do? I don't know. 15, too, the pressure and the intimidation. Yeah. It's Russia, for God's sake. It's Putin. Like for like, it's like we're in for like the Greek music festival or something. And like we're, yeah. It's like trap music. On Balthazar, like just in our bikini tops partying. Can you imagine if they were to play this mix, it's new. If they were to play that version of Jolene, like Atlanta Pride or something. Oh. You know, can you imagine? Dolly Heels is, that would break. Dolly is know? a legend, yeah. Lashes that would fly. People just getting into it. Getting into everything with Jolene from Dolly. The, mm. the, the, the trap version. is Dolly's world right now with everything she's got going on, including a possible induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Next episode, Brian Mansfield is going to join us from Nashville. we got a guest on a guest. I love a guest. Of the Cadillac Jack, my second act podcast here. Properties owned and managed by Paramount Hospitality Management. Is Atlanta. he staying down there? He's on the phone. But when we have, if, if you'd like to come, Georgia Tech, they have a property. Three of them in Noonan. They have uh, Fayette County. They got so that is an open offer Baton to Brian. Rouge. Absolutely. Brian Mansfield, though, for like 15 plus years, wrote for USA Today. He was a music critic. He reviewed albums. He also covered Idol back during the heyday of American Idol for USA Today. Country music, of course. He was based in Nashville. But he reviewed and, and, and wrote about all genres of music. The argument here from some is using rock and roll in its purest form. you got to be quite riot. Alice Cooper, right? like Th- Rush. Types. You don't have to be anymore, says Brian Mansfield. 15 plus years of USA Today, now managing editor. Put this in your uh, bookmark, this site, countryinsider.com. You know, we, we agreed in a recent episode, Duran Duran, you're in because of rock and roll. Rage Against the Machine, you're in because of rock and roll. But what do you do with Dionne Warwick plus Morgan Wallet and the Chicks? This is going to be interesting. Brian Mansfield wrote about the Chicks, the whole story that broke and cost them their career. He wrote all about that for USA Today. He was a, that paperback when the Chicks thing happened. He's covered the Morgan Wallen story for countryinsider.com since day one. It's going to be interesting next episode to talk about the comparisons between the two expulsions from controversies. Yeah. All of that, you know, because they were handled in two, two, two totally different ways. Next episode of the Cadillac Jack, my Sunday night podcast. I'm excited about Brian. I'm very excited. Did you talk about Holly Bagby? Holly Bagby wrote, hi friend. I'm confused multiple times in today's episode. And she's referring to, Last Thursday, you too mentioned it's Tuesday. My calendar says Thursday. Am I in a time warp? I had to give you some shit and at least ask. Um, back at uh, 319 North Main Street <laughs> at the App and Podcast Network, 
Listen, they're busy. They're, they have as many jobs as we do over there, so things happen. Rarely does it happen. What we recorded as last Thursday actually uploaded last Tuesday. What we recorded for Tuesday uploaded on Thursday. So that's why when listening to Tuesday's episode, you suddenly heard us talking about my kidney stone. Which Ben <laughs> mean to ask, got a lot of questions on what happened to it. Did it was it was it actually know. there? Had a couple really? people questioning that. Yeah. They said maybe why, why, just, would, why would I make a kidney stone up? <laughs> they said maybe you didn't want to drive to your charity event. I went to my charity event. I didn't back out. I had a kid. I had a kidney stone. Well, maybe you jostled it loose. It, it takes me a while to pee, and it smells. It's cloudy. Okay, please stop, stop, stop. Okay, just keep me away from the doctor. Keep me out of the hospital. Because here's my thinking. You know, you know this about me. If it doesn't need to be done right now, let's just not worry about it. Yeah, let it grow. Get bigger. I may know that I have the worst disease in the world. Okay, please stop. Until it affects oh. me on this particular day, I don't really, let's not, let's not talk about it. This is, a, I know you're let's sitting here wondering how, how do you do this woman? You're a saint. You are that. Let's talk about Jesse Eitzler. I sent you this, um, I sent you this picture of him, of his three kids. And if you don't know who Jesse Eitzler is, he, um, he is married to Sarah Blakely, who started Spanx, and Jesse um, is just a, an incredible entrepreneur. He started NetJets, um, which is, you know, when you buy a share in a jet company, when you're really rich and you can fly private. He also used to own a part of the Knicks, um, and he's just he's just an incredible entrepreneur, and he does some stuff now where you, he does these summiting races and a lot of motivational um, speaking, and he's a great follow on Instagram. Great follow. I mean... This guy is nuts. He only eats fruit until like one o'clock in the afternoon. He does all these long distance marathon things. But I will tell you one of the things that I love the most, and I've always loved this about him. And I just saw this come up on my Instagram, but he's always kind of preached this. He has these things that are called life mottos. And they're just um, things that he just kind of lives by. And one of his things is, and it always has been, I'm never too tired for my kids. End of story. And he has three kids. And these kids get into a lot. And you'll see him if they, and, and, and he doesn't tell them this, by the way. He doesn't say, you know, those, those days or there's a movie out where you never say no to your kids. It's yes day. That's not what this is about. He doesn't say to them, ask me to do anything and I'll do it. He just personally lives by this motto. So if they come to him and they say, hey, dad, you want to go throw the ball? I know it's getting dark. He's like, let's go. Now, he may not be out there. And he said this. He may, every, every time. Every time. Every he, time the kids ask to play ball, he goes to play ball. Yep. And the gist of it is, is that you never, and I failed, I'm going to call myself out. I failed at this miserably. So if you have young kids, are you going to be able to do this every single freaking time? Maybe not. But I think it's more of a mindset than actually doing it. Um, he never says, hang on, let me finish this. You know, let me get off the phone. But think for a minute about how, right now, as you listen to this podcast, and your mom or dad, think of how many times a day you say that. You deflect with, with things yeah. just like that. And I think a lot of people would say, you know what, he's he makes a ton of money, he doesn't have to worry about working. So I, again, I don't I don't think you have to take every piece of advice someone gives you literally and like always do it. But what I think it is, I heard this great thing and I tried to live by this and I'm sure I like stopped living by this at some point because things happen. But Princess Diana had this thing where she said she, when her kids walked into a room and they saw her face, she always wanted them to see her light up. Oh my gosh, hey, you're here. Instead of, 
rolling their rolling your eyes or being like, hang on, hold on, let me finish what I'm doing. Because body language and words have so much power with your kids. And it's like, if they feel like they're a burden or you don't have time for them or something, you know, it just, it starts to sink in. So his take on it is not that you stop working. I mean, everybody has to do that. But in general, if you can, for the most part, when your mind is saying, Ugh, like when your kids say, could you come upstairs? And my kids just says, can you come upstairs and like read me one more book? And you're like, oh gosh, I just want to get in the bed. I'm so tired. Just go read the book. Just go read the book. Because you never walk away from those moments wishing you didn't do it. You 100% walk away from the moments later in life wishing you'd done it differently or done more. So I think it's just a really cool thing. And I think that, again, you don't have to do it 24-7. But I think if you sort of keep that as your motto of, you know what, if they say, hey, I really want to go play ball today or out, you know, out in the yard or let's go take the dog for a walk. Instead of saying the dog's tired, they don't do well, just say, let's go. Put the leash on them. Let's go. And he, his whole thing is watch their expression the first two times. Like when you say that was one of his with the dog, when, you know, but they're like, oh, but the dog's going to get your car dirty. He's like, I don't care. Let's put the dog leash on the dog. Mm, mm. Watch their expression. I know. I get it. But is there, is there a, like, is there a commitment, a certain commitment of time, like until the end of time, or is this like a six month period? No, I think it's. Where you say every, yes to everything. Yeah, I don't, that's not what it's about saying yes to everything. I think it's a mindset of, being available and not feeling, making people feel like it's a burden to do things. We can't go now, but let's go later. No, do it. He says, after you do it a couple of times, then they don't have that weird expression on their face. Right, but it's expected every time. He said, then there's been a couple of times where maybe he hasn't been able to do something, but it, those don't override the I can do them. When the hang on, give me a second, I'm busy, I got to do this. You know, when those override the other ones. That's when you're in trouble, man. It's out of balance. Look, look, yeah, it's look, out of balance. We'll include some info about Jesse in the letter. This Saturday, text left on red. Red is the color, R-E-D. Left on red, no spaces to the number 22828 to get the letter free in your inbox, 910 Saturday mornings. Absolutely free. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. I, I was joking with Donna. This is true. She's been with us since the, the beginning. With this podcast, 226 episodes now, I think. I think it should be Gallery Furniture Presents. Cadillac Jack, my second. Okay, let's do that. You know, whether it's in the episode title, in the letter, let's give them naming rights to Donna. Yes, and, let's and do that. We, we just made that. that decision, that executive Seriously, decision. I just thought it'd be something nice to do. I think it's wonderful. For sponsors that allow us to do what we love to do and provide content for absolutely nothing for free. And thank you to Donna and Maryland Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Uh, Gallery Furniture Presents, Cadillac Jack, my second act, the podcast. I love that. And if you are looking for new furniture, that is the place to go. They have everything. Um, spring is coming. Spring has sprung. Spring has sprung. And like, I'm doing all this weird spring cleaning. Like, I, I you know. Where? Well, like, I've been cleaning out the garage. I've been cleaning what? out. Donna. Okay. Well, you, I mean, you haven't cleaned out the garage. That's my project. I didn't get around to it today, but I'm spending tomorrow, the entire day doing it. Okay. I already have it mapped out. I have a schematic. All right. I won't go into my next thing then. Let's just leave it at that. Okay, good. No, go into your next thing. I'm sorry. Well, it's going to be that if you if you don't get around to it, then I'm going to have to clean the garage. But I'm not. I'm hoping I'm not going to have to. So that's good. But I am like I cleaned out even before the refrigerator broke the other day. I cleaned it out. I'm just kind of like doing some cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. Does it make you feel good? Yeah, I love it because sometimes you just have to purge stuff. And part of getting new furniture is letting go of some things that maybe you've had for a long time, and you're just like, 
I don't want that anymore. It feels old. It feels dated. It's got bad karma. I mean, sometimes things have bad karma. So go out and get new furniture and rearrange some things, you know, just move some things around. Um, Donna is great at helping you um, find colors, rugs. She's really, really good. I mean, you have to remember, she has been in this business for a very long time with her dad. And she's not just standing there writing up tickets. I mean, she really knows how the furniture functions. So if you come in and you say, listen, I've got a family of six. We really need something that's got two things that come up and, you know, two chairs that go down. She knows all that. She knows it. She knows this furniture backwards and forwards. And I don't think we say that enough. I think that, yes, they have great prices. And yes, she'll work with you on financing and delivery. But she also knows about furniture because she learned it from her dad. So she can tell you, like, do you need something a little sturdier because you want to keep it longer? Is this something that you're going to, you know, use in a lake house or whatever? She, she's got all that down. 1600 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Thank you to T-Mobile, to Brightmore Healthcare, to Ford, and the best-selling truck on the road, the Ford F-Series. Come and get your Ford. Hey, Bear Country, this is Chris Chitwood at Fayetteville Ford. Fayetteville Ford. I'm so happy to announce that Cadillac Jack has joined the team here at Fayetteville Ford. I've been around the auto industry for 23 years, and I've learned a thing or three. Like the Ford F-Series is the best-selling truck on the road. Like Fayetteville Ford offers you the lifetime powertrain warranty. And I've learned that there is a difference in a Ford and a Fayetteville Ford. I'm Cadillac Jack, and I'm fired up to join Team Fayetteville Ford. Come and get your Ford. Fayetteville Ford, simply different. Fayetteville Ford. We're located at 275 North Glen Street, Fayetteville, Georgia, just north of the square. FayettevilleFordGA.com. When we're recording the podcast, we all make notes about funny moments or funny stories. It could be an episode title. Each episode has its own title and its own episode notes that are written by the app and podcast network. We have no idea what the title is going to be until we wake up Tuesday and Thursday and look just like you do and download the episode. The alternative episodes that didn't make it, they were good. They were good, Donna, but they weren't good enough to make the cut to become the episode title. The alternates wind up in the letter. Dark smelly urine was considered as an episode title for when I joined club kidney stone, the dingle dongle app was considered as an alt episode title. As was Donna did a sniff test. Mm -hmm. Explain that one again. Where you, you made well, the man get aroused? No, on an I had no, I had seat. no, I had not washed my hair. I know y'all find this shocking for like five days because I had it blown out. But I did take showers. So, anyways, I wondered if my hair smelled, and because I used dry shampoo and I knew it didn't smell, but I just kind of when I flew back on Delta, I was in the center seat and I kind of leaned on this little fellow beside me. And my hair did not smell because he had like a smile. He smiled the whole time. Yeah, I bet he was. He was, yeah. How about Donna Dallas Page versus Helen Killer as an alt episode title? Get it? Yes. I came up with that one. You would wrestle your neighbor. For no reason. Beat the snot out of her. No, no I did Lift not beat her the, over your head. I didn't beat the Helen snot Killer. out of her. Like the wrestlers you saw on Channel 17 earlier that afternoon. You were recreating those moments, weren't you? Throw her in the bushes. Text left on red. Red is the color, no spaces, R-E-D to the number 22828. Sign up for the letter right now. It's absolutely free. Delivered 910 Saturday mornings to your inbox. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen, Hans Appen with the Appen Podcast Network. Uh, production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingold Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday 
of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.